Welcome to the Real Talk Education Podcast, where we dive into the real topics facing real teachers, leaders, and students with your host, Marlena Gross, EEI champion, national ed thought leader, and founder of EduGladiators. Each week, we will discuss the topics that might be keeping you up at night as an educator or parent. This is not an echo chamber podcast. We will unapologetically examine the real challenges in education, plus provide insights and tips to help you navigate all the things, including curriculum, leadership, DEI, student engagement, advocacy, misinformation, and more. Pop in your earbuds or crank up your speaker because it's time to have some real talk about today's topic. Welcome friends, this is Marlena, your host for the Real Talk Education Podcast. I am excited to connect with each and every one of you over this much-deserved winter break, and that is actually the topic of our podcast for today. During the Christmas season, many people around the world celebrate the holidays and traditions of their respective religions. And here for us in the States, this is our longest holiday outside of summer break that we have during the school year. While the specifics of these celebrations may vary widely, there are a few general principles that can help you to respectfully and thoughtfully participate in the holiday traditions of others, as well as teach your students to do the same. It's time to have some real talk about ways we can teach our students about the different traditions and major world religious holidays celebrated during what we normally call Christmas time or winter break. By learning about and understanding the diverse holiday traditions of the people around us, we can create a more inclusive and understanding community that actually cancels the usual, quote, December dilemma, end quote, that most districts and even workplaces have to navigate. The tips discussed in today's episode can also be applied after students return from winter break in January as well. So in this episode, you will learn how the major world religions celebrate during the Christmas season, ways to embrace cultural and religious differences during the Christmas season, as well as inclusive classroom strategies to foster an even greater sense of community in your students, in your classroom and school. As always, we try to provide a free resource for you to use uh, that you can use actually today. And for our free resource in this episode, you can check our show notes to download our free cultural activity planning checklist. So let's get started. So one of the most important things to remember during this holiday season, especially when you are wanting to celebrate and create inclusive spaces, both during the school day, in your classroom, in your school, as well as in your own personal life, in your neighborhood, in your sphere of friends, is that it is important to stay open-minded and respectful of other people's beliefs and traditions, particularly in December. This means avoiding judgment of criticism of the practices of others and instead 
approaching what you may not know or understand with curiosity and a desire to learn. This is what we also should be striving to teach our students. It's important to be mindful of cultural sensitivities and to avoid stereotypes, to avoid appropriating or commercializing the traditions of others as well. But before you can teach your students how to show respect and appreciation for the traditions and the belief of others during the Christmas holidays, It's important to make sure you, as the teacher, as the principal, as the assistant principal, as the school counselor, as the paraprofessional, whatever role you may be uh, wearing, whatever hat you may be wearing in schools, it's important that you make sure you have a strong understanding of what those traditions and practices are, and at least the major religions, which is what we teach in our schools. So... Before we jump into the seven tips to help you create more inclusive learning spaces and classrooms during Christmas and New Year's, I want to take just a few minutes to focus on you, the educator, and how teachers can build their knowledge of different Christmas religious holidays and traditions. So let's get in it. One way to celebrate different religious holidays and traditions during Christmas, especially if those traditions and those holidays are different from what you subscribe to, is to learn about them and even participate in the traditions of others. This can be as simple as attending a religious service or event, such as the Hanukkah menorah lighting or a Kwanzaa feast. While Christmas is primarily a Christian holiday, there are many other religious traditions that are also celebrated during this time of year. And so let's spend just a few minutes in building your knowledge as the adult in what each major world religion does during the December um, month, as well as what traditions they follow. So let's start with the first one. Christianity. Now, Christmas is a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ and is observed by Christians around the world. And on Christmas Eve, or even on Christmas Day, many Christians attend church services and sing Christmas carols. Uh, They also decorate their homes with Christmas lights and decorate Christmas trees and other decorations and exchange gifts with loved ones. I identify as a Christian, and so these are things that I certainly uh, do and have and or have done when my kids were little, especially decorating outside with lights during this time. But it's important to learn about what other major religions do as well. I can tell you that my experience over the years as a teacher and as a leader, I've had students and our colleagues that identify with each of the major world religions. And it always ceases, uh, never ceases to amaze me how taken aback that my students and our colleagues uh, have been when I happen to know a very little something about their tradition um, from their religion or their culture and that I asked to learn more. So let's go into the next major world religion and talk about what this particular religion does during the December holidays. So let's talk about Judaism. For Judaism, 
Hanukkah, also known as the Festival of Lights, is the Jewish holiday often celebrated around the same time as Christmas. Hanukkah commemorates the miracle of the oil that burned for eight days in the temple in Jerusalem. And during Hanukkah, Jews light candles on a menorah and exchange gifts with loved ones. They also eat really great foods, traditional foods, uh, such as potato pancakes and jelly donuts. So you see that there's already some overlap and maybe some of the practices of lights and gift giving during December with Christianity and Judaism. The next major world religion that I want to review is Hindu or Hindi. Hindus in India and around the world celebrate the festival of lights, and there's another reference to lights, known as Diwali during the winter months. Diwali celebrates the victory of good over evil, and it's a time for Hindus to come together with family and friends and also exchange gifts. Homes are decorated with lights and candles, and traditional foods and sweets are also enjoyed by Hindus, uh, both in India as well as in the United States. Now, the next major world religion is the Sikhs. The Sikhs celebrate the birth of their founder, Guru Nanak, on the day of Gurpurab. This holiday is marked by special prayers, uh, devotional songs, and the sharing of food with the community. This is a time for Sikhs to come together and celebrate their faith. And once again, just pointing out that there are so many overlaps in so many of the different traditions in the different major world religions. And this is yet another example. The next world religion is Buddhist or Buddhism. Many Buddhists observe Bodhi Day, which commemorates the day that the historical Buddha attained enlightenment. On this day, it's celebrated typically on December 8th, and it's a time for Buddhists to reflect on the teachings of the Buddha and to practice mindfulness and compassion. It's a wonderful way to celebrate in December as well as giving back and helping others. The last world religion that I'll talk about to help build your knowledge as the teacher, as the principal, as the educator on how the major religions celebrate during December is Islam. Some Islamic holidays may fall in or around December, such as Eid al-Fitr, a celebration that marks the end of Ramadan in the Muslim faith. Now, this particular holiday has shifting dates. And although it has fallen over the summer during recent years, including this year in 2022, it was May 1st, actually, 2022 when this started, it can fall much later in the calendar um, and is therefore a holiday that you do always have to 
make sure if it's in December or not. I will say that this particular holiday, Eid al-Fitr, as well as Ramadan are major recognitions during um, the year for the Muslim faith. Because their calendar is based on a lunar calendar, the dates change from year to year, but it is incredibly important, especially uh, for your Muslim uh colleagues and students and their families that you know when these days are and if it falls in December that you include it as part of uh, the celebrations in your classroom or school. Now that was just a quick recap over the major world religions and how they celebrate during December. Another way though to learn more about even more holidays and traditions during Christmas is to reach out to your friends and neighbors who celebrate those traditions and offer your support and encouragement. This could involve simply sending a card or a gift to show your appreciation now that you know what the major religions do and almost all of them have some type of gift giving or recognition, um, as well as planning and executing a holiday event or celebration with them. So maybe you want to help them as they're preparing their uh, feast for whichever uh, religion that they subscribe to. What I will tell you is that by showing an interest in and a willingness to support others' traditions, you can help to build bridges of understanding and respect within your school community, with your colleagues, with your families, and again, in your personal sphere with your neighbors. Now, if you're saying, Marlena, I don't have any neighbors that I know of that are not Christian, that's fine uh, because maybe where you live, there might not be a large population of any of the other uh, followers of the world religions, the major world religions that we just discussed. But what I will tell you is, you probably do have someone that identifies with that particular religious faith. And it's important that you ask questions and that you find out and really get to know your coworkers and our neighbors, uh, as well as if you're in schools, I guarantee you, you'll have at least one student, <laughs> if not more in your class or in your school that identifies with these world religions and faiths. But here's the deal. No matter what your religious beliefs might be. December, Christmas time, it's, it's really about coming together with those that you love, your family, your friends, and you celebrate the traditions and values that are important to you and to them if their traditions are different from yours. So whether you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah, Diwali, Gurprab or Bodhi Day, or Diwali, the most important thing is to show respect and appreciation for the traditions and beliefs of others. And therefore, you're setting the example that you want your students to do as well. By learning about and understanding the diverse holiday traditions of the people around us, we can create a more inclusive and understanding society and embed some of these inclusive practices in our own classrooms and schools. Now, I do want to point out that not everyone celebrates 
holidays. It's important to note that even in December, where so many of the major holidays of our world uh, religions are centered in December or in this timeline, that there are some that observe cultural or family traditions rather than the religious ones. In fact, there are some that don't observe any at all. According to the Pew Research Center, 70.6% of Americans identify as Christian. Almost 6% belong to faiths such as Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, or Sikhs. And about 23% of the U.S. population is unaffiliated, meaning that they're agnostic or they're atheists or nothing in particular. Now, while many unaffiliated people celebrate Christmas and other holidays in a secular way, such as having lights outside of their house or having decorations, secular decorations uh, in their homes or maybe at their desk in their workplace, not all celebrate Christmas or any other holiday. Additionally, some people who are religious, like the Jehovah Witnesses, do not celebrate holidays. It is always better to never assume what your students, what your families, or your colleagues celebrate, particularly considering the enormous diversity within and among traditions during this time of year. Now, asking questions is one of the best ways to deepen your understanding, my understanding of different cultures, beliefs, and non-beliefs. During the holiday season, it's especially important to be curious and ask respectful questions of your coworkers and your students. Doing so will help create a more inclusive and understanding environment for everyone. When asking someone about their holiday practices, please be sure to come from a place of genuine curiosity and respect. This is a great way to ensure that everyone feels included and respected, not only this holiday season during what we in schools normally call winter break, but also all year long. Now, let's jump into the seven tips to keep your classroom inclusive during Christmas and New Year's. So when we think about transitioning the conversation to how we can help our students learn about and celebrate diversity in the classroom during this time, I'll share with you seven top tips to help you accomplish inclusivity and Almost all of these can be done when students return in January as well. So whether you're planning on having some of these tips in place for maybe even your next holiday period, not necessarily Christmas, but your next holiday or for next Christmas season, or you hear something and you want to use it and have it ready for when your students come back from winter break in January, you can do that as well. So 
let's jump into the seven tips to keep your classroom inclusive during Christmas and New Year's. Tip number one, and this might sound very like, gosh, Marlena, I knew this already, but it's amazing how we forget, especially if we're not identifying with an underrepresented religious group, culture, uh, or race. The first tip, create a welcoming and inclusive environment for the holidays. And the way that you can do that is by decorating the classroom with holiday themed decorations that represent a variety of different cultures and traditions and making sure that all students learn a little bit about what is represented in your decorations so all students feel included and valued. The second tip, celebrate diversity when students return from winter break. So another important strategy is to celebrate diversity and encourage your students to share their own holiday traditions and cultural practices when they return in January. Much like we do when our students return to school after summer break, normally there's some form or some activity that evolves around, tell, tell me what you did this summer, right? You can do the same thing after winter break and make it specific to the holiday traditions and or cultural practices. This can involve hosting a holiday-themed cultural celebration or a classroom potluck where students and even their families are invited to share their favorite holiday dishes during the school day or even as an evening event. By allowing students to present their own holiday traditions within your classroom, you can help students feel more included and respected. And as a reminder, if you're unsure or just maybe nervous of making a, a misstep in creating any type of cultural activity, be sure to check the show notes and download the free cultural activity planning checklist to help you stay on track. The third tip is to incorporate inclusive language. Now, I will tell you that over my years of teaching in all of the states that I've had the pleasure of working in or serving in, this is always the one strategy that I find hardest for Christians to do above all else. It's important that you are mindful of the language that you use in your classroom, especially during this holiday season of Christmas, December, when students may have different beliefs and traditions. Avoid using language that assumes everyone celebrates Christmas or refers to a specific holiday tradition as the normal tradition. Make sure to use inclusive language that doesn't exclude or stereotype any particular group of people. For example, I say Merry Christmas. I have no problem saying Merry Christmas, and that's what I believe. I subscribe to Christianity. However, when I, especially when I know my students are, and or my colleagues or coworkers are of a different belief, I will say Happy Holidays or season's greetings, or I'll ask them, what do they say to each other during this time of year? It doesn't take a lot to be inclusive 
but it does take intentionality. The fourth tip to create more inclusive classrooms during the Christmas and New Year's holiday is to provide accommodations. Now, oftentimes when we think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, we are focused on religion or sexuality or race and ethnicity. And we often overlook that to be inclusive means that everyone feels valued and can access the content, can participate if they choose in the celebrations. And that is especially important for our students with disabilities in your classroom. It's important to make sure they have the necessary accommodations to fully participate in the activities that you might be doing. This might include providing materials in alternative formats such as large print or audio or offering extra support and accommodations as needed. Again, as you're thinking about an activity that you're doing and if you're wanting to be culturally responsive and inclusive, you cannot forget your students with disabilities and making sure that they have a way to access the same activity. The fifth tip, encourage student kindness, respect, and understanding. And again, this should be happening all year long. It is important to foster a culture of respect and understanding in your classroom from day one and so when you're at the holiday season, you can really avoid the December dilemma because students have been accustomed to asking thoughtful questions, to being kind and respectful of their classmates' different beliefs and traditions, and doing so without judging. Encourage your students to be open-minded and accepting of their classmates' differences, as well as don't be afraid to provide some question stems and practicing that and teaching your students, especially your younger students, how to ask those thoughtful questions. By creating a culture of inclusivity, again, you can help your students feel welcomed and supported no matter what holiday tradition they celebrate. Now, the sixth tip to making sure that your classroom is inclusive during this season is to celebrate the actual season, the winter season. If you want to celebrate the holiday season in your classroom without focusing on a specific religious or cultural tradition, you actually can do that. This can involve activities like making winter themed crafts like snowflakes. I remember doing that when I was in kindergarten and first grade, making snowflakes. I also remember having math lessons about how many snowflakes do you think falls in an average day of average snowfall. Like I remember all of these different things that were not necessarily about Christmas, but it was about the winter season. You can have your students learn about animals that live in cold climates or study the science behind snow and ice. This particular approach of celebrating the winter season allows you to celebrate the season with your students without excluding any students based on their beliefs or traditions. And this might be especially helpful as you continue to deepen your knowledge of the religious and cultural celebrations and traditions during the Christmas season. And finally, 
The seventh and probably my most favorite tip to making sure your classrooms and schools are inclusive during this season is start new traditions. It is okay. It is totally okay and a good idea to start new traditions during the holiday season, like acknowledging holidays that fall outside of December, such as Chinese New Year. You can also do something like sending winter cards to the elderly in nursing homes or to students in their families. Another new tradition idea could be a class service or charity project that's completed either before the holiday break in December or even in January when your students return. It's the common experience of starting something new together that can also help build in or deepen your students' sense of belonging in your classroom community. Finally, it's important to remember that the holiday season is a time for celebration and joy. And there are many, many ways to come together and share in this joy, regardless of religious or cultural differences. By teaching our students the importance of being open-minded, respectful, and supportive of others' traditions, and by finding ways to come together and share in the joy of this season, we can foster a sense of understanding and unity within our school and classroom communities. What were your takeaways from today's episode? Take a screenshot of this episode as you're listening to it and tag us on social media at EduGladiators with your favorite tip that you will try to keep your classroom inclusive during the holidays and even when students return from winter break in January. We also would greatly appreciate a positive review because that helps to spread our EduGladiators mission in this particular podcast to create a new era of education by having real talk that inspires real action for all students. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Real Talk Education Podcast and never miss a new episode. Until next time, I hope all of you have a wonderful winter break and I can't wait to see you in the new year with a brand new episode of Real Talk Education.